welcome to Diversity in the D. It's Sunday. This is season two, episode one. I will be your host, Anna, and this is my co-host. And today we're going to be talking about Paul Williams from The Temptations. Paul Williams was born on July 2nd, 1939. He was a member of the group The Temptations. He first joined The Temptations when they were known as the Elgins. Elgins. They didn't sign to Motown until Motown 1961. That's when they changed their name to The Temptations. Williams was the group's original singer, but in 1965, David Ruffin and Eddie Kendricks had both sung lead. Williams was not too happy about this, so he started complaining. He said, shit, I can sing too. In response, he was given lead vocals on the song Don't Look Back. Williams suffered from sickle cell anemia, which would bring problems on his physical health. In 1965, Williams began having an affair with Winnie Brown. She was a hairstylist for the Supremes, and Florence Ballard of the Supremes was her cousin. Williams was in love with Brown, but he was still devoted to his wife and children. He was also depressed because Charlie Atkins, Charlie Atkins, present, he took over the role for all the Motown acts, which made Williams' role as a choreographer obsolete. Well, dang, I just can't speak today. Life on the road led Williams to drink. He eventually became an alcoholic. They say in the earlier days, he wouldn't touch anything stronger than milk. Otis Williams said, to see a guy come from drinking milk to drinking some, sometimes two to three fifths of Kwasibe. Kwasibe. Yeah. Oh, you say Kwasibe. Kwasibe. Sorry. Now I got it. A day that that was kind of hard to take. In the spring of 1969, Williams and Brown opens the Celebrity House West, a fashion boutique in downtown Detroit. <laughs> Business was not successful, and he found himself owing more than $80,000 in taxes. At this point, his health deteriorated, where he would only be able to perform sometimes. He suffered from combinations of exhaustion and pain, which he would drink to try to deal with this. <clears throat> All of the other temptations would try to help. They would drain and raid his alcohol stashes. They would do personal intervention, interventions and even keep oxygen tanks backstage. Williams' health and the quality of his performances declined drastically, and he still refused to see a doctor. <clears throat> In April of 1971, Williams was finally persuaded to see a doctor. That's when they found a spot on his liver and advised him to retire from the group altogether. Williams left the group, but was still being paid one-fifth of the group's royalties. It was kept on the payroll as the group's choreographer. In 1973, Williams began recording solo material for Motown. Kendricks, a member of the Temptations, who quit just before Williams left, produced and co-wrote his first single, Feel Like Giving Up, with Once You Had My Heart as its B-side. But Motown refused to release the single. On August 17, 1973, Williams was found dead inside a car parked in an alley, having just left his new house after an argument with his girlfriend. A gun was found near his body. His death was ruled a suicide. Otis Williams said Paul had expressed suicidal thoughts to him and Mel Franklin months before his death. 
William's funeral was on August 24th. He is buried in Lincoln Memorial Park Cemetery in Clinton Township, Macomb County, Michigan, in Lot 275, Grave 4, Section G. The circumstances around William's death caused a lot of suspicion with the Williams family. A suspected foul play was the cause of William's death. According to the coroner, William had used his right hand to shoot himself in the left side of the head. In addition, a bottle of alcohol was found near William's left side as if he dropped it while being shot. The gun that was used to shoot Williams was found to have fired two shots, only one of which had killed Williams. He was found on the 14th and West Grand River Boulevard. He was only wearing swim trunks. My question is, why would he drive half-dressed a few blocks away to commit suicide from his house? Um, a lot of people believe he got caught by his girlfriend's partner with his pants down, who gunned him down. What do you believe? I don't know. I was always, I always heard about him, him on some, some people, and that could have been the case. I just can't see that happening. They just get in swim trunks and drive to 14th and the West Grand Boulevard really ain't really nothing back over there just to commit suicide. And they said they shot he shot himself with the opposite hand. Right. And the bottle of liquor was found in the hand that he uses was dropped by his side. So that that would be a hell of a, a hell of a thing if you can if you're gonna put a gun, you right handed you're gonna shoot yourself on the left side. Yeah, I don't think that's really too possible. That, uh, that don't seem right to me. Something about that ain't right. Somebody knows something. Yeah, it's just so old that you think that someone would have came forward by now, but hey, maybe one day. Yeah. What's done is done in the dark always comes to light, my dad used to say. Yeah, I think whoever did that probably long gone themselves. So. Probably. So, Unless they tell their kids and grandkids or whatever. Right. Yeah, look at it. At the time of his death, he was like 34 then. Yeah. So. Which ain't too old. I mean, we're not old. <laughs> that was in 73. Right. You do the math. Yeah. Kind of old. <laughs> <laughs> and like, another thing I wanted to talk about is, like, for you, those of you who don't know what Greektown is in downtown Detroit or even downtown Detroit. Downtown Detroit has Greek Town. Greek Town has a bunch of Greek restaurants. They got uh, bakeries. We have casinos. It's just like the heart of basically Detroit. I mean, the police station is even down by the area <laughs> in the prison. Well, the old jail. It's not even a prison. It's not a prison. It's jail. And a courthouse and, you know, stuff like that. Well, on Friday, some idiots decided to start shooting down there for God knows what. And now that they have a curfew in effect for people in Detroit, which is horrible. I mean, sometimes it's good because Detroit gets out of control, but I mean, come on, people. Get your shit together. They said that somebody threw a drink on him. You're, so you're going to shoot somebody for throwing a drink on you? That's. <laughs> Wow. Man. Okay, continuing on. I'm 
I just had to get that out. I just thought it was the most stupidest thing I've ever heard. Because it's just like everybody handles shit with shooting people instead of talking things out. Even the smallest things. People can step on somebody's shoe and they're going to want to shoot somebody over a shoe. I mean, it's just ridiculous the way the world's going today. But on another note, we are going to cover Yay Jordan. Do you want us to do Yay Jordan? All right, guys. This is the story of Yay Jordan. If you don't know, he's affiliate of Dope Boys Cash Out, Chief Keith, and others. Yay Jordan was born June 4th, 1993. He came, he came to be known because his affiliation with Glow, with the Glow Gang label owned by Chief Key. He was raised in Detroit as a part of the Puritan Ave Gang. The most popular tracks are "Strap," "One Time," and "Everybody." Everybody's getting shot. He was at Deja Vu on September 20th when, outside the Deja Vu, a shooting took place, which left one person dead and others fatally injured. Yaya Jordan was put on Michigan's most wanted list and was also featured on Crime Stoppers. Yaya Jordan went on the run, but tips to authorities helped track him down. Yaya Jordan, aka Cardell Jones, surrendered after U.S. Marshals caught him hiding in his home. Before surrendering, Jordan recorded on Instagram video proclaiming his innocence. ATF outside, nigga, they got me. He say on camera, I'm innocent, nigga. I ain't do shit. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it like a man. He continued, here I come. Hold me down, nigga. For real. Yeah, yeah, Jordan. Love y'all. On May 7, 2015, Jordan was sentenced to 30, 33 to 60 years behind bars. Yeah, that's, that's another one. It's like, okay, why go to Deja Vu's a strip club? And start shooting aside. Why? I mean, does that make sense to you? Like, okay, let's just go out and just start shooting. I'm doing good in my music career, so I'm just going to mess it up by going out and shooting. I'm just going to be honest. I feel that everybody get if you get this many damn enemies out, the motherfuckers need to stay in the house. Don't go the fuck outside. Don't go to places. Don't go to the restaurants. Don't go to... Don't go to... Grocery stores, laundry mats, no nothing. My whole thing is, what are you doing to make all these enemies? I don't know. You know, you know, shit. We'll just be doing shit, so, you know. Yeah, I mean, some people do be out there acting a fool and making enemies, but, I mean, come on, life's too short to be out here making enemies. Rather be making friends than enemies in this world today. And then for the, for the simple fact of that, it's crazy because at that time, he's only 19 years old. Yeah, whole life ahead of them. So, yeah. So, you get 33 to 60 years in prison. So, the the latest you come home, you damn near 70 years old. Oh, don't wasted your whole well, life. No, damn near 80 years old. Whole life because you want to see naked bitches shaking their butts and go outside and shoot up, shoot, like, shoot. I don't even know the whole situation behind it, but Why? Why? You're supposed to be in a happy moment. I mean, if I'm a guy and I'm going to a strip club seeing 
naked bitches shake their ass and titties. I'm going to be in a good mood when I leave there. I'm not going to be out there shooting. If I'm not mistaken, I believe that they said that, I guess, I don't know, but I was just off of hearsay. They were saying that, I guess, somebody saw him there and got to shoot at him, so he returned fire. So that's how that shit went. Well, I guess that's how it goes. It's crazy. And then I can't believe, like, besides the shooting that I mentioned earlier that was downtown Detroit, didn't you say there was another shooting? Yeah. Well, well that was in, in Alabama. Yeah, but, like, what's up with people just shooting? Like, it's mass shootings. That's the crazy part about it. People just going, trying to take everybody out. You want to be a damn assassin or a hitman, go go join the fucking army. Or if you want to take people out, take yourself out. Take yourself out if you're being a dumbass. Like, that's your choice, not their choice. Like, they still have lives to live and stuff. It's just ridiculous how the world's been lately. It's been crazy. Yeah, with that we have, that was a teenage Sweet, uh, sweet 16 birthday party. Aww. Poor, poor kids. That's the whole thing, and they're not taking out us older people. They're taking out these kids, like kids that have whole futures ahead of them. It's like, why target our kids? And it's the kids targeting the damn kids. Right. I mean, these parents need to start slapping these kids upside their heads and whooping their asses or something. They'll put their ass away if they can't handle them. Right. They don't need to be on the streets. So, just... Messed up. But I think next week we're going to do a surprise episode. So I don't want to spoil it. Very excited about it. And I think that'll be all for today, unless you want to add anything. But I want to add is what in the hell is going on with this weather? <laughs> it's bipolar as well. <laughs> Go from 80-something degrees all week. And then it's going to rain later on tonight. And it's going to snow at 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I think that's why I'm like, I can't speak. That I couldn't hardly get what I wanted want to say in the episode earlier about Paul Williams. Because my voice and my nose is all stuffy. And I'm like, oh, I'm going from hot to cold. It's like, come on, Mother Nature. Are you ragging right now? Like, get your shit together. But... I think that's all for today, and we will be back on Tuesday with our surprise episode, and I just want to say you can follow us on Facebook at Diversity in the D, and if you have any questions, comments, or case cases you would like us to cover, our email is diversityinthed at gmail.com, but it's spelled D-I-V-E-R-C-I-T-Y-I-N. T-H-E-D. We are also on Amazon Music, Spotify, and YouTube. And I think that's about all. Yep, that's about all. I'll let you guys go. Bye. Have a great week.